Hey, welcome back, Rangers, to another great episode here, and uh, this is Ranger Country. We're back in the home studio, as always, and uh, this is episode number 22, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, is that correct, Mr. Anderson? You are correct, Mr. Fisher. It is episode 22. We're in season two, and we are on the eve of what is my favorite week of the year. The busiest week of the year. It is the busiest week of the year. It is homecoming here in Ranger Country, and I couldn't be more thrilled. Um, walking in here to the building tonight, it's the calm before the storm, and it's kind of funny how it's it's Sunday, it's almost 8 o'clock, and we're here in the studio, and Jeff Tolar is in the building, Steve Passano's in the building, and, I mean, we are on the eve of the biggest. It's just it's very, very fitting that you and I are in here, and we're getting ready to celebrate the Ranger Rumble tomorrow. We have the Powder Puff game, the fiercest game in the Midwest. We have the bonfire. It kicks off... Um, for me, what is the, the most fun and the most tradition-filled week of the year here in Ranger Country? Absolutely. There's so many good things about this week. There's a lot of prep that goes in up front. I know that for a fact after watching you uh, work your magic over the last few weeks. Uh, this year is a particularly interesting year again. Um, you know, lots of people throwing their hands in to help, though. So it, it should go off without a hitch. It's going to be great for the kids, as always. You know, I got to give a shout-out to our fellow staff. This has been the most involved our staff has been in years now i don't know if that's a um you know a residual out of the covid where people go hey you know i'm gonna i'm gonna get involved but regardless i have had more people step up and say hey what can i do to help how how can i get involved i got an email right before we came here tonight and um uh, rose whalen says hey brad what can i do for you tomorrow what how do i get involved in this week and what can i do and you know that's that's the type of staff we have here so it's it's been great we have we have a huge um, involvement from our staff and then of course our students I think they're really excited for this week they I think they're truly want to be here I think so as well I think it's one of those business as usual kind of moments but in in the best possible way because it's a celebration of school spirit and it's it's you know coming all together and uh, I think it's going to be amazing I think the kids are really pumped for it I do have a question for you as far as staff involvement, though. Yes. Uh, you sent out an email maybe the beginning of last week with a lot of different things that needed to be taken care of, and that's right. how I ended up doing the music for some you of the are things. The, you are the music man, John Fisher. The question is, did you end up getting anybody to buy all your your uh, your pumpkin pies and all the other randomness that needed I, to get done? I have so many people that, like like I said, a lot of Kelly Potts, she's out buying pumpkin pies tonight. And, nice. And uh, we have a full slate of pumpkin pie uh, participants. We have big Will Richardson is going to be the senior representative. We have two junior representatives. That's, uh, that's not fair. He doesn't even have to chew a pie. <laughs> He's so big. He could just put, take it down in one. I gulp. have seen Will. I'm Will's a wrestler on, on the, on the wrestling team as well. And I've seen Will put away some food. So this, this, this field has just gotten, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a battle, but you know, Bill Alexander, teacher at the middle school he's he's, he's also back yep he participated two years ago he was in the inaugural he took third i believe uh michael campbell third place from last year he's a junior he's hungry literally you know now you say when you know we talk about these big guys and, and the big appetites but uh who took down who took the crown last amelia pointer homecoming queen that's right the homecoming she was the queen the homecoming queen was also the pumpkin pie eating champion she was a dark horse and Nobody it wasn't even close that. Wasn't even close. Cinderella story. Yeah, Cinderella story. We got Topher Beckering. He'll be. He's another participant. I just got an email from uh, our freshman participant. And his name's escaping me, but you know, in all likelihood, he'll be the. 
he'll be the victor. We have two two middle school uh, students uh, representative. One young lady has stepped up. Excellent. And so yeah, it's and and for the staff, it's going to be Carlos Silvestre. You Senior know, Silvestre is our representative. Out I know there. it's a little bit late for this, but it, it would be really nice if we could just get some of the administrators involved in future renditions of this. You know, have uh, John DeStefano and yes. you know one of the administrators from the middle school. <laughs> I think that would be wildly popular. It definitely uh, would. Maybe John, Dan Beam. Can we get Dan Beam? Uh, maybe if we get enough emails out there to Mr. Beam's office, he'll participate in the pumpkin that, pie eating contest. That would be great. I would love to see that. I think everyone else would get a, get a kick out of it, and that would be a really good... Yeah, it'd be great to great to have all those folks involved. But John John is the uh, he's the pumpkin pie eating contest marshal, so he'll be judging it and running it. And, that sounds uh, more official than the tug of war judge that he was last week. He, marshal has a certain. He is the tug of war judge. He is the pie, pumpkin pie eating marshal. So. All right. Yeah, and then uh, the judges. The is size, there a sash or something that goes along with that? John, dude, who do you think I am? Of course, he has a sash. <laughs> he has a he. In fact. He'll get it tomorrow. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, and he and he has one from from a couple of years ago. Yeah, he has a ceremonial sash that he will wear uh, at the pumpkin pieing contest. So, wow. Yeah, I thought I was yeah. being facetious. But no, no, you no, have man. Nearly, I mean, every point covered. I, even before I try, it's thought of. I try, but I am having those dreams though right now. Like, what did I forget? So, at some point, something will fall through the cracks, and hopefully, it's it's something unnoticeable. But uh, but yeah, it's been a it's been great getting ready for this. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit more about the ins and outs of homecoming just so we have everybody has a straight schedule on that and uh yeah very excited so but john uh 48 days until the gridiron growler game on november 6th 48 so days. i think at the 30 day mark we start to kind of look at drafting teams and for those that you don't know no uh, the gridiron growler game is the most important football game in the land um it's it's uh played and fought quite frankly at the uh, administration field on november 6th and it's it's basically a bunch of 20 30 40 50-year-old guys yep. uh, in some cases that uh, duke it out on the football field. And John is the captain of the uh, Cascade Commanders, and I am the uh, captain of the Whitneyville Growlers. And I have to say, Brad, I, I have a, a really important plan this year. I'm thinking about going out and actually learning how to kick a football because there's been so many years that we've, you know, touchdowns have happened, and then we're like, well, I guess we're going for two because nobody here knows how to kick a football right. through the uprights. Right, unless so. Jeremy Stacy was there. The first year, right. Jeremy Stacy, he was money. But, yeah, since he's left, there's been, like, we'll drag a kid off the sideline who plays soccer and be Jack Rebel. I feel like, like hey, I should probably be good at it since I coach yeah, soccer. You'd think I, that I'd have I think the though, fundamentals. You know, and that's been a cute, like, very nice thing to, like, drag a kid. And, and it's been a couple of different kids. But I think as we get more serious, I think we can't do that. I think you, like, you either – can kick a field goal or you got to go for two, right? Because man, That's we're right. getting down. To, we're these are. I'd like to think we've got another ten years in us, but I mean these games are fleeting, and you never know. So ten years. Oh man, you just gave me a sense of mortality, Brad, out of nowhere. I was just sitting here and enjoying my Sunday evening, and then bam, I'm not going to be able to walk in ten years. <laughs> I, I know. Well, you can't walk the day after the Grand Iron Growler game, but 48 days to hype that up, and uh, we'll we'll do a full. Full update on uh, on that game because it's a lot, it involves a lot of uh, people that we talk about on the show, a lot of people that are uh, embedded into the community, and so yeah, you can actually go to gridirongrowler.com or gridirongrowler or uh, growler game gridirongrowlergame.com. One of those. Anyhow, um, Big Dan update. Big Dan, who was trapped in the Arctic, had taken down a caribou. I he believe took it down was. a caribou, so he was so he missed. His first flight out because of fog, second, third, got to the fourth day. Finally, they fly in, but they can only fly one. There's six guys in his group, including him, and they can only fly one person out at a time. And so they flew. There's two young guys. They flew them out. 
And they flew my dad's buddies out, and he's like, I'll be the last man out, of course. Yeah, obviously. So then this is happening in the morning, and the, the, the plane takes off and leaves and doesn't come back. So he's stuck out in the tundra. Now, luckily, there were two new hunters that were taking their spot who mm-hmm. had been dropped, but they only have equipment and food and resources for, for those two guys. They don't right. have all. So my dad had put his sleeping bag, his clothes, all his food on the previous plane. He's just stuck out there. And um, it got to be dark and he was just going to wrap a tarp around himself and, and go to sleep and hope, hope for the best. Well, then all of a sudden at, at like at dark, here came the plane and picked him up at like nine, Ooh. 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. He made it out. So big Dan's safe. like a and, mini series, man. Yeah, I, I yep. can't handle this tension. I know. I know. So, <laughs> so spoiler alert, he survives. He survives. He makes it home. Well, thank goodness. And very happy to have big Dan. In fact, you'll see him at the, he is going to be one of the judges at the cornhole tournament. Nice. So, yeah. Yep. He's going to be helping run the cornhole tournament. The guys run a million athletic events in his day and wrestling tournaments and all sorts of things. So he's going to be um, kind of a commissar, if you will. Excellent. And then, uh, so you'll see him there, John. And he looks forward to seeing everybody. So, but that, yeah, that's what's going on. And uh, soccer, good. You, you, you've got a couple weeks or another week before your game, your first game. Correct? This is my final week before our game. So we, we had a preseason tournament and then due to uh, scheduling uh, issues and whatnot, some teams switched some games around on us. And so we had this huge chunk of time where we haven't had any games at all. So we've had tons of practice. This week we have a friendly match, a scrimmage at Meadowbrook Elementary against another okay. uh, uh, AYSO team that's the same age group and it's girls. So it should be an interesting match. They beat their first uh competition 16 to nothing wow so i'm a little intimidated by that but they also the score man they really did pass that's uh that's a lot yeah yeah i don't know we um uh we we are the lightning bolts so i'm coaching two teams i was Uh, the lightning bolts one year white uniforms well we're we're ymca so we're blue and black okay so we're the lightning bolts and the lightning bolts got off to to a good start and uh then my four-year-old daughter she's on the soccer stars is the name they picked. So we're on the pre-K kindergarten soccer stars. Nice. And you talk about the most adorable thing in the world is a bunch of four and five-year-old girls just chasing around a ball on the field. I was just... It's, it's so... I was already coaching basically at that priceless. point too. And I remember uh, I was giving Julia a little bit of guff about that because it was three on three back then. They're so small. And I remember the other coach and I are both standing out on the field and we've got three girls and they're all like four-year-olds picking their nose and whatnot. Right. And a butterfly, a big beautiful blue and black butterfly flew over the field and we lost both teams. They just raced off the field, they, in, left the ball, the ball sitting right the in the middle butterfly. and they just chased the butterfly. Yeah. That's I a, think that that's was about how it works. That was the year that our team was flower day. That was our intimidating team name. This year we are the Barracudas. So that's you've a learned little, that's you've, a little you've bit come better. a long way from, from flower day to the Barracudas. We have. Well, best of luck to your team, the Barracudas. And, Thank you, sir. Uh, we'll, we'll be getting updates on those two teams. And very excited to coach. My wife's taken over my coaching, um, the coaching range this weekend because of homecoming and right. heritage day. So uh, on to community, community news, we have uh, Pine Ridge Rally Walk. That's a, that's a tradition that is really great to have back. That'll be on the half day. So parents out there, if you're listening, um, if you forgot to mark it on the calendar, this Friday is a half day. As for us teachers, it's a, it's a professional day in the afternoon. Uh, but for the Pine Ridge Rangers, it is a rally walk. And I believe this year the route has returned. And I think they go down to the, uh, the Buttrick uh, Fire Station. They do, yeah. And they walk down there and they kind of gather and, and then walk back, and that's a big deal for those kids. You know, Brad, I'm going to be honest with you. Until you just reminded me that Friday is a half day, there's so much on the plate. 
right. uh, before that point that I had completely forgotten oh, that Friday was a half day. You're, you're, we're, yeah, we're on the same page. I mean, there's, there's, everybody has these. We're like tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm only worried about tomorrow. Right. I, I'm One only, and then like Tuesday, I will deal with Tuesday. When, when Tuesday arrives and I feel the I'm, same way. Yeah. And I'm very much looking forward to the rest of the week, but yeah, Monday is a big day and a big kickoff day. Uh, so Ranger rally walk. If you're Pine Ridge Ranger uh, rally Walker, I uh, hope you have a great um, day. You get to wear your, your spirit shirt, walk down to the, the, uh, the fire station, make your way back. Thornapple elementary is doing a walkathon. So something similar, they're doing a walkathon and that's a tradition that they've had going for a while as well. So we hope that the Thornapple elementary students have a, have a great walkathon. Um, homecoming week, just to give a, a little bit of details. We've talked a great deal about this. And I, I think back to our first episode when we talked about how, you know, this will be a, a pivotal moment for us and you never know what the future holds, but, but at least we're going to get to enjoy some of these activities this week. And I says, and I've, as I've said, John, we, we really got to have a, have a gra- attitude of gratitude. And we are very, very fortunate to have these activities, regardless of COVID or not. I think just in general, we need to be more grateful for the ability to gather, to have community events. To Not every school does this. This is a this rare. Is true. Yeah. Every, okay. Some of you out there are going, oh, yeah, every school has homecoming. No, not like we not do. Not necessarily true. Also, not all schools have the resources in the community that we do. No. It's a whole different ballgame around yeah, here. Yeah. We, we are the biggest homecoming in the state of Michigan, we have the largest parade. We have a huge tailgate. It's a big deal. We do an all-school assembly tomorrow, plus the Central Middle School is coming up here. We do a pumpkin pie eating contest. The, the, the powder puff game is like, I mean, it is a fiercely contested battle. And then afterwards, we do like a Texas A&M style bonfire. And it is, I mean, we it, it's it's. You can go to FHChomecoming.com. You can check out pictures. And uh, thanks to Trisha Donovan, took a lot of these pictures. I know there's some yearbook pictures on here as well. So you can check it out, FHChomecoming.com. And um, probably the most important thing for most students are the theme days because theme days are fun. Theme days are fun. Everybody loves a good theme day, especially the, the Monday theme day. Yeah, John, tell us what week. the theme days are. All right. So this week we've got uh, our daily theme days. And, I, and from what I understand, uh, Central Middle School and Central Woodlands and possibly the elementary schools are all sticking to the same uh, game plan for these theme days. Yeah, I know um, the elementary schools have a little bit different. Do they have a different? Yeah, a different spin on some of them, I think. But I, th- but I think, it, I mean, I know it's the high school, but maybe Central Middle as well. Okay, so Monday, it's it's a staff favorite, I know for sure. And I know that the kids love it too. Amen, because brother. Half of them are already wearing their pajamas. It is pajama day. Everybody loves a good pajama day. Uh, Tuesday, we've got Colors Day. Now, explain to me, Brad, is that that's not FHC colors, that's class each colors? Class, each class has been assigned or volunteered a certain color. So I know seniors are pink because they gave out pink shirts. Yep, I saw the Friday. pink shirts at the and box. If you are a senior who didn't get a pink shirt, you can get them at lunch. Okay, and each of the classes will know. And if they don't know, they should probably hop on their so class's Instagram I, account and find do, out. Can I quickly hop on a soapbox? Of course you can. And isn't that kind of what this whole show is? <laughs> I mean, this is our digital soapbox. This is our digital soapbox. Correct. And so folks out there in Ranger country, if I can tell you, if, please have your son or daughter watch announcements, watch the morning announcements. And they do the exact same announcements again in the afternoon for people like me and Mr. Fisher. Announcements are very important. We are trying to get information out to the student body 
pertinent to the activities upcoming. True. It's also important for almost every other club, organization, or activity. And so when your son or daughter comes to you and is like, where's my shirt? Why don't I have my online order? Or, you know, how come I didn't see the powder puff sign up? And it's like nine times out of 10, it's on the announcements. And it's usually on the announcements for days. True. And so I, my, my patience has grown very limited for things where I know it's been on the announcements repeatedly for a temporally a long time. So anyways, moms and dads out there, have your sons and daughters pay attention to announcements. It's like five minutes twice a day, you know, right after it's right at the beginning of second hour, production, right at the beginning of sixth hour. It's upbeat. It's really a good job. And we're going to talk about Jeff Manders a little bit later and all the great work that he does, but you're absolutely right. The, The amount of information that I pour out, about your book every year. I send things home. I send out emails. I put it on announcements. I have three bulletin boards in the school right now with yearbook information. And undoubtedly, at some point in the near future, um, I'll have to field several uh, emails, which is fine because that's part of part of the gig. It's part, but of, part of the job. There's going to be know. people, even students, who say, um, "Where's how do I get a yearbook? And I, I will gladly answer Usually it. But it always makes me just think in the back of my head a little bit like, I know you've walked past my my bulletin boards. I know that it's on FX almost all year long, and I sent it out at the beginning of the year. But it is what it is. Yeah, sorry. Big aside, pay attention to announcements. A lot of information, and most kids just kind of like either zone out during it or chit-chat. Not my. I mean, my class, I make them watch it. So I know there's at least 30 kids that are I usually crank my system up so they can't talk over it. So it's, <laughs> it's definitely loud. They have to hear what's going on. That's awesome. That's, that's a great way to do it. So uh, what else we got, John? Uh, theme days. All right. Sorry. Theme days. So Wednesday, we have Beach Day. Well, that, sh- that should be a fun one. You know, everybody's going to wear their straw hats and their Hawaiian shirts and whatnot. I'm sure there will be a ton of lays around the school. Uh, Thursday, we have decades, and that refers to the decades that each of the classes has been assigned. Starting off the seniors, they've got the 1970s which I'm anticipating some cool, like long collars on shirts and, and leather jackets and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, juniors have the 1980s. If I don't see a lot of wristbands and headbands, I'd be pretty disappointed. Maybe some tight rolled jeans. Sophomores have the 90s, which doesn't seem like it should be a thematic decade because that's when I was like, you know, growing up. So it's, I don't know, uh, the 1990s. <laughs> I wouldn't even know. Yeah, how do you dress like I did in the night? Do I mean do you they'll, throw they'll, on some like jinkos? I think like, they'll some probably baggy jeans. I think there'll be baggy jeans. I think there'll be flannel shirts. I still wear flannel shirts. Maybe I still dress like the nineties. I yeah, I don't know. I think I'm stuck in like twenty twelve. That's my style. I think I'm just stuck in twenty twelve. But it will talk about my sartorial. All right. Um, yeah. Freshmen have a fun Concerns decade. Later. They've got the 1950s. I, again, wouldn't exactly know how to dress up 1950s. Maybe a nice bowling shirt. Um, yeah, jeans and a, and a white T-shirt with, like, roll-up oh, yeah. sleeves. Yeah, and... you could roll a pack of cards up in the sleeve and right, yeah. emulate yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Happy Days. Yeah. Uh, or Grease. Just watch Grease. What a great movie. And watch that. Uh, middle school. They're going to be doing the 1980s as well. So, again, that's a fun one. Lots of colorful makeup and all that kind of stuff. Central Woodlands, uh, 1950s. So I'm going to have to figure that whole 1950s thing out since that's where my daughter goes. And then the fourth grade is going to be doing the 1970s as well, same as the seniors. And so that'll be cool. And what's really cool is uh, the, the day of the parade, there will be fourth graders walking behind the senior float if they so choose. And there will also be Central Woodlands students walking behind the freshman float in 1950s. So that was kind of the idea is like pair the different pair a couple of these schools with a class 
um, the seniors and the freshmen. That's fun. Yeah. yeah a little yeah. bit of a role model thing kind of going on. Right. We're hoping the seniors live up to, you know, standards oh, of FHC. And I'm country. sure they will. So, and then Friday, we have Spirit Day, as always. We've got our green and white, our Ranger gear. Speaking of Spirit Days, actually, I uh, heard a rumor that you still have a whole bunch of the Spirit T-shirts. For this year's The Shirt yes, available. They just came in Friday. Okay. Thursday and, or Friday. And I was just telling my wife about it because it, I am remiss. I have not yet gotten Julia and Robin yep. shirts, and, and, and I need to. So, but they, they said these are really nice, soft shirts, oh, they're and the they're, they're pretty they're, angry that I didn't get them for they're them They're Bella Canvas. They're great shirts. They're the, they're the highest quality of shirts. They're like we, a nice heather green color, yes. which I dig. And we've kept them at $10. We could have gone up $12, $15 just based on the cost of material because that has gone up considerably. Well, even in, even since I, I, I've i done two orders. Here you go, Brad. Here's $20 oh, right here on, okay. the, on the podcast. There's 20 I need to follow, get a couple of shirts from you. follow me to you. the classroom and we can get you two. Um, so, yeah, we, we do. We have shirts on sale all three lunches starting Monday through Friday or Monday through Thursday this week, you can grab a shirt. If you don't have a, a, a child here at the high school, we'll have them on sale at uh, the tailgate this Guaranteed Friday. Guaranteed there's going to be a lot of adults that are going to want these shirts because they are. I'm not just saying this because my friend Brad uh, got them. I'm saying these are some nice T-shirts. I'm a bit of a minimalist. I don't keep a whole lot of T-shirts around. These are, these are great. This is one of the like five or six T-shirts that I will keep for several years. I'm honored, This is John. a really nice shirt. Yeah, they are. I mean, with this, and I think the, the, the new Ranger being on it and uh, the material, it's... It's, it's really nice material. It's a good I've, look. I've worn all the other Ranger shirts as well, and not to knock them all, but this no, is no, one of the best. No, no, This, yeah. Yeah, agreed. So those are on sale. Uh, so a number of things. If you're a high school student or parent out there, th this week is a big week. You can buy your dance tickets. Uh, they're on sale Monday through Thursday during all three lunches. If you want a spirit shirt, you can buy those Monday through Thursday at all three lunches. If you're a senior, seniors got gifted a spirit shirt and a pink shirt. You can pick those up at, you guessed it, all three lunches. If you need to grab your powder puff gear, Come to my classroom, room 141, and you can pick up your powder puff gear. We only have a few stragglers left. And um, you know, make sure you do that because the powder puff game is tomorrow. So there's a lot happening tomorrow. I, I'm very excited. And um, you know, it all caps off with Friday with the parade and the tailgate. We have 30 people. Uh, excuse me. We have 32 spots um, reserved, John. 32 spots reserved. And that is the most we've ever had uh, reserve spots. And uh, you know who just called me and reserved the 32nd spot? Who's that? Dave Tyler. Dave Tyler, really? Dave Tyler. Oh, yes. so there's going to be a place he's I need becoming, to go. He's becoming a, um, a like a like a like a character on this pod. I mean, not a character. A character. He's, he's like somebody he's we talk about. Staple. Quite, I, he's been on several episodes. In fact, I think he and his wife um, would love it if everybody stopped by. Like, legitimately, they are very, uh, you know, they're very enthusiastic people. They love talking. If you happen to see. A couple people, I don't know where the sites are at, but if you yeah, can find... they're going to be at site 32, which will be right along the parking Dave lot. Tyler and Jackie Tyler, they would love to have you stop by. They love to meet people. They're extremely outgoing. You should meet them. Yeah, that'll be great. I think I think it's going to be a great time. And so 32 spots, uh, come check it out. You'll have a vantage point for the parade. And then, of course, the crowning ceremony that will take place during the halftime show where we're taking on Greenville. And uh, by all accounts, you know, last Friday, the, the game... Um, the game against Lowell. I don't know if you went out, but uh, or are caught up on it. But you know, our team just looked very. I, you know, you hate to use the word dominant, but it was a significant victory in Lowell Red Arrow Stadium, 
And uh, our guys made a statement. We're two and zero in the conference. We're three and one overall, and so we're we're rolling. And and now we're going to take on Greenville, who you know you never want to underestimate a team, but I think the the odds are definitely stacked in our favor. And so, which means we're going to roll into the second half of our our schedule against teams like EGR, Christian, Byron Center, with a four and one record, which which you know bodes well for us and uh you know we're going for that okay white championship hunter robinson back uh in the uh getting repetitions at quarterback you know nice to know justin osterhaus is 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 a capable um i don't know if you want to call it a co-quarterback but a guy that can step in at a moment's notice um, if need be uh, we've been having great games out of Connor Milton, Tyler Weaver, uh, Jacob Bonnet has just been absolutely on fire. Benny Scholler uh, on the line. You got Will Richardson, Owen Meyer as center. He's been having a great season. Um, FHC football is in is in very capable hands right this, now. This is a big year for our team, and not just our, our varsity team. Not that they don't deserve all the accolades, because you know that is where the lights are pointed. That's what everything's going on. But we, I got to give a shout out to our uh, our JV team as well because they oh, also trounced well. Lowell forty three sixteen. Tyler Hudkins, uh, young man, I'm actually not familiar with him, but I need to make his acquaintance. Four touchdowns in a single game against Lowell is something that'll go in the annals of FHC history, I believe, because that yeah. is that is an accomplishment. Tyler's Tyler's dad, Greg, is one of the is is a coach on staff. Okay, uh, Tyler is a he is an incredible athlete. And, Clearly. and a good and a really good young man, Grace, his older sister, uh, yes. homecoming court. We'll talk about homecoming court members here in just a second. Uh, but Tyler, no, you 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 definitely need to get to know Tyler. He is just he's got a he's got a good chip on his shoulder, meaning like he's just got that extra little 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 granule of grit that you need to be a guy that scores four touchdowns against Lowell and he, he's a he's a fighter he's a competitor uh he hustles I'm yeah he, that that the, the junior varsity team um yeah they're 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 good kids they're gonna so, be there we're gonna be just fine for the, the future of, of FHC Rangers football is bright indeed it seems yes absolutely absolutely Mason McDonald uh, you got Fortino on that team. You've got uh, Little Elzinga, not Little Elzinga, Josh Elzinga. That, that's just what we call him in the wrestling room. Yeah, right. You got a lot of you, you got a lot of talent, and um, yeah, we good things to come. Good things to come. Um, so, football game against Greenville. That that should be a great time. And then, of course, the dance. I wanted I want to briefly address the dance. Uh, I know that there's been a little bit of controversy about the dance and splitting it um, by grade level. Is by that grade that? level, and you know you gotta you gotta understand. There's there's no good solutions right now. There's just best bad ones, and, and 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 luckily we're to a point where we can have a dance. And I know people have have said, you know, why are you why are we splitting the dance and this and that? You know, you, you could you could go through a million um, reasons why. And a lot of people compare it to, well, hey, the student bodies together in the stands or the student section. But I don't want to go too far into this. But if you've ever been, which I have chaperoned dozens of dances i don't like to chaperone dances anymore and i and i chaperone them and i and i largely you know i'm the guy that's running around making sure there's ice in the refreshment thing and making checking the doors and doing bathroom sweeps and i'm usually you know very much making my way around but i can tell you this much it ain't the student section on the dance floor no no it's and, a, it's, and, a and, and, and it's a swarm of humanity it's a swarm of humanity and it's kids having fun honestly our kids are if you're gonna have a high school dance our kids are great they they're there to dance but go to a wedding go to a it's 
it's indoors, it's sweating, it's it's just this like massive again, yeah. it's a massive humanity. It's different than being it's almost in a classroom. It almost defies explanation. I came here yeah. from a different school. I, I used to work in, in Godwin Heights and their dances and whatnot when they had them weren't nearly as, as big as this. I even I grew up in a smaller town and yeah. uh, only upperclassmen could even go to dances. It was right. just juniors and seniors yeah, only, and that's how standard, it was. Actually. But I came here and I was like, Yeah, of course I'll chaperone a dance. And there were a thousand people on the dance floor, shoulder to shoulder, yes. hip to hip, sweating and and dancing. It, it was like some Having concerts I've been to. You know, everybody in yes. a concert pushes forward and there's no room to breathe. Right. That's what FHC dances look like. It's, and it's, it's there's an energy to it. it. It's great. Like it's a great energy, but at the same time, uh yeah, that's a lot of people and they are definitely um it's packed tightly. It's a super spreader event, probably, yeah, yeah. In, in a lot of ways. But, but, you know, so, I mean, and that's when it's indoors, right? I mean, right. And, and right now, I mean, we're outdoors. So, right now, we're just trying to, you know, you got to you gotta understand, we're doing the best we can, trying to mitigate issues. Right. Uh, and, we just want to stay it, in school, it, man. It, we don't want to go point, back to that you same would hate schedule. To, you'd hate for people to go, you know what? You're right. Let's just not have anything. I want to make sure we continue to have the tailgate, the student section. We're outside. You got the football game. We, we have a modified dance. So it's freshman, sophomore, uh, and junior, senior. It's divided. And then if you – so, but there's been an exception made. So, like, if you were a sophomore and you were going with a junior or you were going with a senior, you have to get um, per, essentially permission from your parents to attend – the, uh, the the upperclassmen dance right and basically stating there you had pre-arranged uh, you had you had a pre-arranged date to go with this person and so you can go to that that second dance so there's been an accommodation made it's still a fun event i'd want my kid at the dance rather than anywhere else they're True. under a, a adult supervision in the stadium um it's a good time we have brandon hill he's an fhc graduate um excellent music we have a fun time we always it's hear a good, good things clean, about him as it's a good DJ. yeah it's a good clean time and uh we hope your son or daughter can come out it's ten dollars a ticket you can buy those tickets during all three lunches uh john so if you're not at the dance on saturday night you might be looking for something to do yeah if you're hearing if you're, this if, if you uh if you're looking for something to do where should they go they should go to cascade heritage days they should go so the the beer tent the family-friendly beer tent is going to be up by the library. Correct. Am I mistaken? Okay. It's going to be right up there by Noto's in the library. And I've been telling my kids all week, hey, you guys have a thing to do. You you guys are going to the dance. You've got all this cool homecoming stuff. Uh, get your parents out of the house. They need to – don't sit around and watch Netflix or whatever. Get, get them out in, and send them over to Cascade Heritage Days. Have them get out in the community and have a good time. It's yeah. going to be a great – time yeah, it really I'm, is that's another thing where i'm just very excited i'm a little nervous i'm very excited we have uh i'd say you know a, a respectable showing for our first 5k we have a cornhole tournament kids festival and then the, at night we have signal point uh, all pros or um, excuse me 10 percent of all proceeds will be going to um the folds of honor michigan chapter specifically for james twists uh children james twist is a fhc graduate former state trooper um uh, Af veteran of Afghanistan. He was in the, uh, I believe, uh, in the airborne in the military. So the 10% the of the proceeds are going to go towards his children. Uh, we lost James, uh, in 2019. I remember that yeah, all too well. Yeah. Yeah. So it, uh, his parent, I think his dad is going to be here and maybe his sister or brother. And, uh, 
to to honor him and he's uh he's one of those guys i was close with james and so we're glad to be able to you know in some very small way be able to contribute to to his children's educational fund so so what um, we're finding out here is that on saturday in forest hills in cascade area we have an opportunity for everybody to get out have some adult beverages have some snacks hang out with people in the community have your and kids the there money too. is going to go to an amazing cause to help a family of a veteran who lost his life there's literally no reason not to go to this. <laughs> I, if, if I hear you, someone John, give me an excuse, I'm going to have to be kind of rude and abrupt and say, no, no, there are no reasons. You should be yeah, there. It's it's a great cause. It is a great cause. And it's going to be I don't think I've day. trumpeted that enough because I think we've been, I've just been, uh, the bandwidth is running a little low at this point, but that's, that's another story for another day. And uh, I think it's one that's pretty poignant, but you know, we're trying to honor and, and speaking of honor their veterans. So, um, you know, our grand marshals, we have, we have, we have a returning marshal. There's a standing invite for our parade marshals, and that's the uh, McDonald Osmer Post 451. They're our local Ada Cascade uh, American Legion. They're going to lead, and this year, John, they're in. They're driving an M37 military truck. Oh, wow. So one of the guys owns it, like in a, a refurbished. Can we get that up on the screen? Yes, can we look absolutely. what an M37? I don't even know what that looks like. I've heard of them, but uh, I wouldn't know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Exactly. So he's going to be driving one of those. And then that he, is amazing. And then you're going to be following behind them. You know, I'm honestly a little relieved that there's somebody else in front of me because I didn't want to be <laughs> the guy who screwed up the parade. I just tell my students, like, what if I go straight to Cascade and I get, I just get distracted? Get distracted. <laughs> well, there'll be people I'm gonna across the street, John. So hopefully, hopefully yeah. <laughs> he's a Korean War veteran. I really get don't want to make the news. No, no, no. I want to lay as that is a goal. That is a life. goal of all teachers. Stay off M Live. Yes, you only make right? the news for negative reasons. Yeah. If I don't make the news then I have yeah. done everything so correct. you will be following the m37 uh, military power wagon um, with Aunt, uh, Joey Saladino Joey cool. Saladino is a graduate from the from the mid-2000s he is now a, um, a Kent County Sheriff's officer he, he has an award named after him uh, in the basketball uh, in the basketball program it's called the uh, Joey Saladino Jimmy Scholler uh, Jim Rat Award and that was a guy where I thought I would come early I, this is back in the day when I'd get here you know, fairly early in the morning, and it would be really hard to beat Joey Saladino into the gymnasium. You'd hear the the, the bouncing basketball, and Joey was there working hard, and he was uh, quite a player and brought a lot of pride to Ranger Country. So we thought very fitting that uh, a police officer the year, you know, the 20th anniversary of 9/11, a week week or two later, to have um, Joey represent the 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 guys in blue uh, from our community. Perfect. And then uh, the his co-marshal is going to be Lieutenant Andy Albright who is a firefighter, a Cascade firefighter, and a, uh, a graduate of FHC in the mid-1980s. And his children are now going uh, through Forest Hills Central, uh, through Ranger Country Schools. And Lieutenant Albright is a guy that is all about the community. He's helping out with the Cascade Heritage Day. He's very involved with uh, philanthropic um, activities and very involved with the Cascade Firefighters Association. And so we thought that those two alumni would be excellent marshals uh, for the parade. So uh, very, very uh, happy to welcome them back. Excellent. Very, very cool. Yeah. I need to get my Jeep all cleaned up and make it look presentable for the parade then. You, hey, this is it, We have, so I like that turn. We got the, we got trucks and Jeeps and we've got a, a refurbished Bronco, like a 1969 refurbished Bronco. See, I'm, I mean, no, no cool. knock against Corvettes and stuff, but that's very passe. I think Jeeps and, and trucks oh, and four wheel drive is in. Yeah. It's very cool. Very cool. I, Actually, I Brad and I were just talking about this the other day. He, he, I got a Jeep. It was kind of like my midlife crisis thing, a Jeep Wrangler. I always wanted one, so I got one. It's not terribly practical, but 
I decided to do it anyway. And now I have to jam a bunch of soccer coaching stuff into it. And he said, when were you planning on getting a Jeep in your life, Brad? When I retired. When you retire. And then we had another mortality moment because I looked at him and I said, Brad, there's no guarantee we make it till then. No, there is not. And so. I don't want to bring down the tone of the show. I, but No, no. I, my, and my kids know this. Like, I salivate every time I go past a Jeep Wrangler. And I'm like, oh, man, I want it. And, and uh, the deal is we might get one when my daughter can drive and I'll give her my vehicle. But that's six years away. So I don't know if I can hey, last we probably that got long. six years. I, I don't four know. good years of football I'm, after that. Man, I'm, I, yeah, that's, yeah, right. That's six more years of football. Get, get my Jeep and call it good. So, um, John hometown hero, uh, hometown hero this week. Great young man, Jack McNamara. Not sure if you, uh, have had some experiences with Jack McNamara, but, uh, Unfortunately, I've not had Jack in class young, at all. I, young, I'm well aware of Jack, but I've never had him in class. He is, um, he's top shelf, man. Like this, Jack McNamara had him last year, obviously during the year of COVID, uh, shut down hybrid the whole nine yards. He didn't miss one Zoom. He Zoomed in on camera, which as you know, as a teacher, that was, if you Zoomed in consistently in on camera, full face, that's a big deal, man. You were yeah. showing up. I mean, that's like sitting front row every day by choice. In a, in a class. So Jack McNamara, um, elementary school, eight elementary, uh, dad, Jason, mom, Sarah, brother, Henry, his dog's name, Ranger. Excellent. Love Ranger this through guy. and through. This guy is the salt of the earth. His hobbies and extracurricular activities include, he says he loves to be outside, especially by the water surfing, skimboarding and longboarding are some of his favorite things to do outside of football and lacrosse. And he's a great football player. Um, works really hard. He's one of the team captains on the Ranger football team. Favorite memory of Ranger country recently when the new st- with the new stadium and a full student section. Friday nights are, are a blast. He's always enjoyed football, but this year has been special. Given the opportunity to be a captain and helping lead his team brings him joy because he loves his football brothers. And uh, his teacher shout-out, he has two. First to Mr. Manders for all he does for FX and for communications. Um, he thinks Mr. Manders does an excellent job of helping kids learn a unique skill of broadcasting. And secondly, shout-out to Mrs. Demeester. Um, believing uh, that she's such a uh, kind soul and brings light to her light light to him every day um, that he sees her and uh, you know it's a two-way street jack i think brings light to the hallways jack is just he's always got a big smile on his face he's he walks confidently through the hallways but he never um, turns away from helping someone when they're down or having a rough day i've seen it with my own eyes he includes others he's a really popular young man everybody knows him everybody likes him but he uh he's he's not too proud to you know include anybody um that that, that may seem a little bit left out or, or or needing kind of that pat on the back and and jack is just an outstanding young man and a great representative of everything that we stand for here in ranger country so jack we wish you well he's also on uh court He's also on the homecoming court, nice. which is my segue into talking about and announcing our court members this year. We have... Now, we just had these announced on Friday, correct? We did, and they will be announced again at the Ranger Rumble, but they are Roman Kalidzinski, uh, Remy Gavley, Coco Corey, Ian Goodman, Abby Drugi, Theron Halleck, Benji Zorn, Grace Hudkins, Jack McNamara, and... Tate Greer. And it's a great collection of young folks and uh, look forward to honoring them. They're going to be riding in these pretty sweet SUVs on 
uh, Friday afternoon in the parade and come check them out. And then we have the halftime uh, crowning ceremony where we, where we will announce the, the class winners of the various competitions. They compete in the lip sync. They compete in a banner making competition and, and of course in the floats. And so look forward to honoring them. So that's our, uh, that's our homecoming court this year. And if you want to, you can go to fhchomecoming.com, click on the royalty tab, and you can see actually if you go to it, you can look at uh, – actually, go, go to it, John. If you go over there, um, you can you get a list, court, oh, okay. and roy- court and royalty. It's down in the more go- category, huh? More, yep, right there. Court and royalty. Ah. Yes, sir. You can go to, and there is years of oh. who was court and royalty, going all, all the way back, back to 1961 when Queen Mary Beth Geitzen and King Lyle Dykeisen were king and queen. Uh, 1977, Queen Shelley Collins and Brian Black. Going all the way up to uh, 2000. Go up to 2000. That was our year. Vintage. 2000, that was Queen Liz Croce and King Andy Coleman, who was also the 2000 uh, class president. And then there's 10 years that I need to go back through and retroactively look up. So, okay. Thank you, yearbook. So yeah, Anyhow, you can right? check it out. That's Check very cool to be able to see all the people who have been on the homecoming court for all those years. And I doubt that this is a, a something that you see at a lot of other schools. No. Uh, I didn't 20, know this was here, Brad. I'm, so, I'm kind of infatuated here. So 2018 is a really cool story. It's Queen Jayla Williams, King Vaughn Rodriguez, two of my very favorite people to ever come out of here. Here's the deal. Jayla Williams, the captain of the first girls wrestling team, Vaughn Rodriguez, captain of the boys wrestling team oh wow double captains huh how about that i know i drove the uh, corvette that uh jayla was riding in so jayla was oh man what she was top shelf what a fantastic human being um yeah and vaughn vaughn uh one of the one of the best young men i've ever met he's uh he's quite a character oh he a character definitely does define him he was a character in all if we would have been doing the podcast back then we would have been talking about him like every week he was the captain of the wrestling team um he had um he was in improv he was in the school musical he was in i mean he was in everything that year and he was so popular he was doing everything he he made the most of his senior year in a way that very few people do you know a lot of seniors graduate and they say i regret not doing this he he has no regrets i can't imagine he had any he literally did everything yeah so good for him yeah he had a great wrestling season he had an older sister that came through an older sister sister, right sloan Um, sloan rodriguez yeah and she was she was real nice too she Um, was so anyhow, moving on. So staff spotlight. Uh, I wanted to do two staff spotlights. One that is official staff, and one that is in the building and helps out a lot. Laura Zillhaver. Laura Zillhaver is our marching band uh, director. Miss Z. Miss Z. As the kids know her. Yeah, she she's fantastic. And and uh, Laura, you know, really made it through some hard times last year. When you talk about band and playing and performing uh, during a year when really you couldn't do that she improvised adapted and overcame i remember they did some outdoor contests they did some uh things in the parking lot she was married this summer she had a wedding this summer so that's exciting for her and uh she is really well liked by our uh our, by our marching band um participants and um you know she's done a fantastic job of upholding traditions she's very involved and in, i mean tomorrow she's going to have the the band's going to be doing stand cheers in between different activities. They've got uh, you know, the drum line. Uh, I know Mr. D. He he uh, helps out a ton, and he's the band line director, the drum line director. Uh, but but Laura is you know she's been leading the charge now for for a few years, and uh, really has done a fine job. And and just want to give her 
um, some thanks for um, all that she does and, and bringing along the, the band program here at FHC. She's done a great job with the band. We had a few people. There was a little bit of an interim in there where it was kind of uh, getting kicked around a little bit between this person and that person. I think we had Robert Ash for a little while. Um, I can't remember who we had directly before him. And it was kind of in flux. And then she stepped in. Laura stepped in, took over, and she has done an, an amazing job. And uh, like you said, she's very popular with the kids. Uh, sometimes they complain about how hard she pushes them, and that is also a sign that, of a good that's director. That's a sign of a right? great director. That's yes. a good leader. Absolutely. So that means that she's doing everything absolutely correct. You see the band perform, you see the color guard working out there, and you know that she's been doing things right. So yeah. you know, hats off to Laura. She is an amazing staff member, and she is an uh, absolute feather in the cap of Forest Hills. Yeah, we appreciate you, Laura. Um, on our second staff spotlight, is next. it's more of a community uh, shout-out, and this is to Kate Vincent, who is the PTO president. And Kate um, has been off and on the president of the PTO, as she likes to say, because she has another uh, friend that she kind of uh, is a compadre with, Leah Sherman, who they go back and forth. But Kate has been a long, long-serving PTO president here at FHC, and um, you know, Kate is 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 very is a very determined, very organized, very passionate uh, person. She's a great advocate for the for the parents and for the students, and always willing to help the staff and. You know, she was, she was really behind, uh, and I and I know that there's a lot of people that were uh, helping out getting the new mascots uh, done, but it was really Kate who spearheaded this project, and she's the one that got the ball rolling. She's the one that got the panels and all of the different people together, and was really the inspiration behind changing it because really there hadn't been. Uh, a huge and people don't know how much goes into it. It took like a year and a half of, you know talking to these people, getting artist renderings. And so Kate, uh, you know, aside from doing amazing things with, you know, helping with grants and organizing dances and chaperones and raising money and connecting with the, uh, the, the Forest Hills Foundation, she was able to also help change uh, one aspect of our culture, and that is our mascot. So now we have a lady representative. We have a new um, Ranger logo. It's on the shirt. And so we just want to thank Kate for all that she does for Ranger Country. She'll drop anything on a dime to come up and help pass out shirts, candy for the for the kids during homecoming, or whatever is needed at, at FHC. So Brad, you said a lot of important things that she's doing as, as a member of our PTO and a member of our community in general. But I think you may have forgotten the most important thing that she, as the PTO president, does. And that is uh, she feeds the staff when we have our uh, parent-teacher conferences twice a, a year, which is the best which, day of yeah, the, the calendar year agreed, for the staff. Agreed. It is the most important. <laughs> it is amazing. So, yes, thank you, Kate, and to the PTO members for that wonderful meal that we get twice a year, and it is a highlight for all of us. It's not only something we look forward to food-wise, but it gives us a chance to gather, and it's just a nice uh, meeting point. So thank you, Kate. We really do appreciate you and uh, all that you do for Ranger Country. Kids appreciate you, and so do the staff and administrators, and um, look forward to working with you many more years for successful uh, events here at Forest Hill Central. So very quickly, John, I know that we're running out of time. Going into this big week, this is this is it. This is the big week we've been waiting for. Um, look forward to doing a recap and, and all the fun that is to be had. But uh, Ranger Recommendations, we were going to do a very quick best of 28th Street. So I'm just going to fire off a couple, and then you give a couple, and and we'll kind of wrap things up from there because I know that uh, we're we're pushing our time and my wife's probably wondering uh, where am I at because it is 
I think past bedtime. My wife is currently texting me all sorts of questions because she's ready to go to bed. Yes, I know. <laughs> so. Yeah, usually I'm reading. Uh, so we're reading the Chronicles of Narnia right now. The Lion, Witch, oh, and the right. Wardrobe is what we're on. So anyways. C.S. Lewis, baby. Yes. Best of 28th Street. I'm going to go with Indian Masala, which we had tonight. Indian Masala is such good Indian food. If you have not tried it yet, uh, get the uh, the rice birwani, get the the uh, the aloo naan, which is a type of bread. Uh, you can't go wrong with the chicken curry, the the lamb samosas indian masala right next to gordon foods great place and then right next to them is sundance and they're locally owned by jeff lobdell whose kids have gone through uh love their 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 omelets their breakfast food they have a great lunch uh fair dinner they're always involved with uh the the, the various teams they're doing fundraisers uh sundance is definitely worth a visit and, and, and worth your time so oh, for sure what about man. what about you john so uh my top places on 28th street obviously i've talked about sugar mama's ad nauseum so i'm not even gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna go into detail about that it's been a little while since i've been there so i really need to get back but sugar mama's is on 28th street and that is an excellent place to go uh i also love nothing bunt cakes which i think i've mentioned at some point in the past because that is a that's a local family that owns that right over there by uh costco and uh bob evans right in that area uh, one of my daughter's classmates, um, Acadia, I believe her parents are the owners, and I cannot remember their names, and I apologize for that, but they're good people, part of our community, and um, their cakes are absolutely amazing. Um, and uh, then, of course, we've got a, well, I'm going to have to go and, and mention JT's Pizza as well, because who doesn't love JT's? It's, it's, and we've mentioned, again, another place that we've mentioned before, but such a great place to go you, you got somebody that needs to meet up they're having a bad day you need some wings whatever whatever the occasion it's always a great place to go i see former students i see other people from the community i saw um uh one of our officials from our um our uh gridiron growler game bill alexander nope not bill not your dad but lyle it was breen. lyle bring i saw oh, him you saw lyle i saw that him coming out of jt's Yep. Lyle Breen, yes, him and uh, him and my father played uh, football together at Fair State. Lyle is a mountain of a man, and just uh, one of the best, one of the best, uh, good guy. Um, yeah, so those are our uh, best of Twenty Eighth Street. Obviously, out of you know, we've mentioned some that are that are on Twenty Eighth Street, but we've mentioned them a lot. You know, obviously like Pit Stop, but these are a few that we had not mentioned and talked about. And uh, go go ahead and go check those out. So, John, we are on the eve of homecoming. Here we go, Ranger Rumble tomorrow, 9.30 a.m. in the morning. Are you ready for this? I am. I am ready for it. And just as an aside, it's Christine and Scott Vogel. Their names just came to me, and I apologize for blanking on that. They are the owners of Nothing Bun Cakes. My apologies, my apologies back to the hype up that you were just going. <laughs> That's okay. I, I, am, I am thoroughly, like you said, are you pre-exhausted? I, I kind of am pre-exhausted. I'm kind of pre-exhausted, but it's going to carry us through. And I uh, hope to see you at the events that, that you can make it to, the parade, the tailgate, the game, the crowning ceremony, if your sons and daughters are able to, hope they can make it to the dance, um, 5K, cornhole tournament, kids festival, signal point, live band, beer tent. This is a great week in Ranger country. Um, I can't thank everyone enough for all of their involvement and all their support. And uh, this is such a special place to be. And John, I, I, I appreciate you and all of your support and uh, shout out to Laura Stiles, who um, who has been such a, a blessing for so many years, getting these traditions going and being the backbone of the spirit of Ranger country. And uh, final shout out to my mom. I know she's been listening to all these. She is the she's probably the one person other than us who's listened to every episode. 
Nice. Does fully. she give you gentle criticisms, or is she no, just uh... no? She's she's very supportive. Excellent. <laughs> I wish she would, but uh, she's very supportive. So love you, mom, and I hope you enjoyed this this last episode. So John, I only have three things left. Uh, everybody, it's homecoming week, so use good judgment. If you have to stop and think whether it's right or wrong, it's probably wrong, and nothing good happens after midnight. And members of the community, I want you to go out there and be the change that you want to see in the world. I want you to go out and I want you to assume positive intentions. And one extra one, I want to see you at the beer tent on Saturday. If I don't, I'll be very disappointed. All right, Rangers, we're signing off. Have a great homecoming week. We love you. We'll be back again soon.